0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another WWE pay-per-view recap. It's your boy, Brandon Tanguma, joined by Philip Antoine. But your boy is finally the Bullet Cast champion. I don't want to brag or anything, but I went on. I got every single pick right. Didn't matter. There might have been some few ones that have been canceled, which we might talk about a little bit later. It didn't matter. I was going to get those right anyways. But your boy is, I think for the first time this year, bullet champion so you know i had to celebrate with a broken school ipa something that i haven't had in some time i finally found him at a local establishment so you know your boy's got to crack it open and i don't know why i keep calling myself your boy i barely ever t- say that but there you go so philip unfortunately you still haven't had a title reign with the new luxurious bullet championship but how are you doing today
1: I'm all right, man. Um, you, I took it off of you at the Rumble this year, so you haven't had it since January 26th. You know, that's, that's, a long, that's a long time. But uh, I'm doing okay, man. You know, I'm celebrating your championship win with you. Got some uh, Broken Skull IPA as well. And uh, yeah, man, we're, we're just here to chop it up, talk some Clash of Champions. I have things I liked. I have things I didn't like. We have one fan mail. It's from your boy, Hootie Who. And it has to do with the first match. So what was the first match on this card?
0: Well, if we're going to be technical... When I'm hosting, we talk about everything that happened on the show, including the kickoff show.
1: Did you watch the kickoff show?
0: Absolutely not, but we had the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. The Lucha House Party challenging Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. We were supposed to get Asuka versus Zelina Vega on this card, but there were some match cancellations because Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler were not medically cleared to compete, as well as Nikki Cross was not medically clear to compete. So the two women's matches were taken off the card. Obviously when to get at least one woman's match in there, so that the raw match was moved on to the regular show. Phillip, have you heard anything about what happened? Obviously when everything first comes to mind is COVID. Don't know if that's the case or not. WWE very, uh, you know, they don't really talk about the COVID situation who tests positive and everything like that. Obviously there's uh Whatever, yeah, doctor there, patient a, doctor con, condence of which confidentiality. I uh, mean, that's what I was trying to say.
1: It, it's not even that. It's just it's the HIPAA law where um, places of employment can't reveal their uh, employees' medical records. That, that's against the law. But uh, I unless I don't, if
0: you're, it's a sports if it's a sports team, you put someone on a COVID list, you can put two and two together.
1: Oh, uh, absolutely. I mean, I don't know what happened with those uh, three ladies. Hopefully, they're all okay. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's a shame. I was looking forward to um, Nia and uh, Baszler doing uh, Riot Squad dirty. I wanted to see uh, how Nikki Cross was going to fare against Bailey. I thought maybe Alexa would have interfered in that, but none of that happened tonight. Um, but, yeah, you know, hopefully whatever's going on with them, they're all okay, and we get to see them back soon.
0: I forgot to introduce the third member of our team here, the Smoke Detector, making its illustrious return after Thursday.
1: Oh, absolutely, yes, yes. You can also hear it on In The Click.
0: Oh. So it gets all over the place. You're telling me the smoke detector has been on in the click before I have.
1: Uh, We're, we're working on getting you on there, man. You know, we need the new bully cast champion on in the click. It's making
0: fun of me. (laughs) It's talking shit. Better watch out before I take a hammer to that thing. Anyways, speaking of the kickoff show, Cesaro and Nakamura did retain and win. I got that one right as well. 10 minutes, 50 seconds. I did not watch it, but on The thing I'm reading off, it says it was an above-average tag match, which seems about right.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I would say so, you know, with uh, Cesaro and uh, Shinsuke. Um, Cesaro, probably one of the greatest tag team wrestlers in WWE history. Can we say that? Three different partners, acquired tag championships with all of them, held like five tag titles with uh, Sheamus. Yeah.
0: He's one of those guys who he's been been everywhere, and he's very – quote-unquote, accomplished by winning championships. But to be honest, I don't really remember anything super special from uh, his tag matches.
1: I mean, come on. You know, there was the one with the Hardys where his teeth shot up into his gums. There was the one at WrestleMania 31 where you were at where he did spectacular things. Cesaro's done great things in tag matches. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So let's get into the actual Card. We had the triple threat ladder match for the Intercontinental title. We had both of the title Sami Zayn's and Jeff Hardy's suspended above the ring. Hootie who has a question about it? But first, we have the finish. We have Sami Zayn winning in 27 minutes to become, I guess, the new Intercontinental champion or just, you know, continuing his reign. I don't know how the books will look at this one.
1: I don't know. I mean, you and him were kind of in the same boat. You thought you never should have lost it. All this other stuff, you know. But uh, hootie who? So it's not really a question. It's more of a statement. Hootie who? Four twenty. Hootie. You- there we go. All right. Uh, mates. That was one of the most innovative ladder matches ever. AJ throwing a ladder like it's a dart at Sami Zayn. Jeff Hardy's crazy swanton onto Sami, and then Sami handcuffing everybody. Bloody brilliant. I mean, yeah, man. Th- th- there were cool spots in this. I mean. Jeff trying to scale down the ladder when Sammy was trying to move it and, and fall and taking some crazy bumps. Um, I, th- I think the really the, the whoa moment was the uh, the handcuff through the gauge hole of Jeff Hardy. I mean, we've seen Randy Orton put a screwdriver in there and kind of turn it. And that's how it got a little bigger. So the hand, the uh, handcuff going through there and then handcuffing him to a ladder, Sammy handcuffing himself to AJ. So we couldn't really scale the ladder. Then Sammy pulling a key out of his mouth, like he's a magician and i uh, I'm, on um, unlocking the handcuff for himself. to God, I thought Jeff Hardy was going to pull some crazy stuff to climb the ladder with the uh, ladder on his ear to retain the title, but that didn't happen.
0: Yeah, we've seen Randy Orton put what, – what did he exactly do with the Jeff Hardy's ear? Jeff Hardy's earlobes have been a key part of matches before.
1: Yeah, he put a screwdriver in his earlobe and he twisted it out, stretched it a little bit
0: just a little bit, but I really did enjoy this match. 27 minutes at, as I said, all three guys are absolute pros. Jeff Hardy went in there. He's, I believe he's the oldest. I think he's older than AJ Styles, but he's out there just doing crazy things. Once again, some of them, I think he shouldn't be doing like the one spot in the corner where uh, Sammy Zayn tries to tip him over. And then Jeff kind of crawls over the top of the ladder to the other side of the ladder. And then he falls over and it looked quote-unquote, safe by his landing. It didn't seem like he hit too hard, but there were some things that could have gone wrong there. Also, he did his uh, patented swanton off the top of the ladder through another ladder. And, I mean, Jeff Hardy, it's a ladder match. You know what he's going to get. I, I didn't like one part where I think it was selling, but once again, Jeff Hardy was, like, stumbling and either you know really had a concussion or faking a concussion, which I know it, it looks like Matt Hardy. They shouldn't be doing that. I don't know whose idea that was, if it was Jeff's or WWE's, but they shouldn't be doing that.
1: Yep, yep, yep. I did some research here. Both Jeff and uh, AJ are, are the same age of the tender age of 43. So they 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 got a few more years before they got to hang it up. Uh, but all in all, I will give this match an A. I thought it was creative. I thought it was very innovative. The, the sound and the thud when Jeff did the swanton on uh, Sammy on the ladder, just that loud crack. It's like, ah, ooh, that, that sounded brutal. That looked brutal. All in all, I thought it was very well. A A for me.
0: I'll give it an A minus. I thought that this was fantastic. Maybe a little on the long side, and there were some of those typical WWE uh, contrived spots climbing slowly up the ladder, and someone just happens to be in the right spot to do some things here and there. But overall, very good. I had high expectations going into it because these, uh, I mean, on paper, I think this was going to be the best match of the show. And I think for a long time, for a majority if not the entirety of the card it held up to that until maybe the very end i don't know
1: possibly man i mean you look at the longevity of ladder matches involving the intercontinental title they're 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 pretty much bangers you know you could talk about the multi-man ladder matches that are multi-man matches for the IC title at multiple wrestlemanias i mean you look at what razor and sean did running it back and then eddie and uh eddie and rob van dam and I mean, just, just, just good stuff when it comes to a ladder in the Intercontinental title.
0: Yes. Next up, before we get into the next, well, I guess there was a match after this. We had R-Truth with Lil' Jimmy in disguise. I didn't catch exactly what his disguise was or what he was trying to be. He is meandering around backstage. Little Jimmy just happens to lead him into the referee room. Drew Gulak doing his stretches and calisthenics. Why? I don't know. It's Drew Gulak. He does calisthenics in his gear all the time, I guess. Rolls up our truth gets the win, and he is your new 24-7 champion.
1: Uh, Congratulations to Drew Gulak, uh, one of Philadelphia's finest.
0: That's all you got to say about that.
1: Uh, Until he lost it later on in the night. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. Shout out to Drake Wart, a.k.a. Drake Younger, one of the baddest dudes that's ever stepped foot in the APW garage. Watch him have a louder match in that thing.
0: Good for him. Followed him on Twitter for a little bit. Started tweeting about Trump, and I had to give him the unfollow. Anyways, okay. next up, we got the Raw Women's Title match. Oscar taking on Zelina Vega. Oscar retains in seven minutes. The match was fine. I think Zelina, uh, I think, is very similar to Alexa Bliss, where she's kind of a little too undersized to be a heel, and also because she doesn't really wrestle all that much, she wasn't very credible, and I didn't have any real. I didn't have think she was going to win the match at any point in this. Fight and I think this was going to be the pre show match, like in terms of what they all did. And so we got a pre show match on the main card, and it kind of was that,
1: I guess you know, it it happened. Um, C, just soft C, I'll give it a hard C. Okay, Selena, still love you, the baby girl, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, what else happened here?
0: Well, then we get the United States championship match, as we get Bobby Lashley with MVP defending against Apollo Cruz with Ricochet in his quarter. All in all, it goes eight minutes. I think we could have saw this match on Raw, but you have to get every single title, you know, defended on this show. I, I really hope, and I think this is the ending of this feud between the hurt business and, you know Al, uh, Apollo Cruz and Company. Maybe now it's Ricochet's turn to go in there and lose two, three matches to Bobby Lashley. But I kind of hope that, well, I assume that this is just going to mean the Hurt Business is going to focus more on Retribution on Raw instead of being the babyface heels every other hour, it seems like. So, fill up your thoughts on this match.
1: Uh, I give it a B for Bobby Give it a B-minus, actually. Uh, it happened, you know, we could have saw this match on Raw, possibly could have saw this on the kickoff show. Nothing really special happened here. Bobby Lashley locking in the Hurt Lock on, um, on uh, what's his name, Apollo Cruz. Yeah, I mean, Hurt Business, they're doing good things. They look like a black four horseman, a black evolution, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, so you know, all in all, it happened. It was fine. Ricochet, go get beat up by him. I don't want to see uh, Hurt Business deal with Retribution this can be one of those things where we forget about them and they never existed. I'm perfectly fine with that.
0: Next up, we get the WWE Raw Tag Team Titles: The Street Profits, the ch- the champions, defending against Andrade and Angel Garza. The match in total goes about seven minutes. Now there is some quote unquote controversy and some big news coming out of this. This was just your regular straightforward match. I thought it was actually pretty good. I think that they were really starting to hit their stride and maybe get to that second level of the match but then uh on how garza tags in kicks i believe it was montez ford it looked that he tweaked his leg or something or another awkwardly tags out uh andrade and then they kind of go to a rush finish and andrade seemingly kicks out at two but the ref counts to three anyways and the street profits retain but obviously the bigger news come out of this is the Potential injury to Anhel Garza and the kind of fluky, botched finish, quote unquote, at the end.
1: Yeah, the uh, fluky, botched, finished, uh, quote unquote, at the end. It, it it really put a damper on it for me. I gave it a C minus. It, it didn't it didn't really move me. Uh, hopefully, Anhel is okay. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, eh. I mean, who who beats the Street Profits? Who beats them?
0: I don't know. I, I would. I actually think that the planned finish might have been Andrade and Angel to win the titles, but I think they had to call an audible and I think Garza realized and the trainers realized that this might've been a serious injury that will keep him out for a significant period of time. Now, what does that mean? Is that a few weeks or a few months? We're just gonna have to wait and find out. But uh, I mean, yeah, it was kind of awkward. I don't know if that was the plan, not the plan finish, but kind of like what they kind of thought of on the fly for uh, Andrade to kick out at two, but, I give him a little bit more slack. I'm going to give this like a C plus. I think the action was good. Uh, I'm going to give him a little bit of a break because of everything that happened. I mean, it just sucks. And yeah, I mean, nothing really much to talk about just because it was kind of short and it kind of ended abruptly.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: All right, then we get an announcement that the WWE draft will take place on October 9th and October 12th. Can't wait to see all the wrestlers get shuffled around that have only been on their uh respective show for like a year.
1: Got to love it. Got to love it. It's time to shake things up again, damn it.
0: Superstar shakeup?
1: No, 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 no. It's just time to shake things up again.
0: This is a draft, not the Superstar Shakeup or the quarterly Raw SmackDown Invitational, that or happens, or, or, like,
1: or or the trade from GM mode, no, no, none of that stuff.
0: I mean, I'm still waiting to see who Mandy Rose got traded for. But that's here note of that. I mean, who cares about making everything logical in WWE? Caleb Braxton interviews Drew Gulak on becoming a 24-7 champion. Uh, He said, I'm going to be honest, I did not watch this segment. I thought Drew Gulak walked out of Clash of Champions, the champion. So I'm going to read this in full because I'm learning all about this for the first time. He said, as coach, he tells students to always stay alert. He said he wasn't scheduled to compete, but he stayed loose doing squats. See, that's why you got to do squats, guys. You got to keep yourself loose because you never know when your opportunity will come up and it paid off. Gul- Gulak said Akira Tozawa was apparently eaten by a shark last week, so sa- hate to see it. Truth hit Gulak with a giant steel salad bowl and scored the pin. He yelled, you could have had a V8. Comedy.
1: Yeah, because you know those V8 commercials, you get slapped on the head, should have had a V8, all that stuff. Um, When he got slapped with a giant bowl, I'm like, aha, okay, that happened. It wasn't a roll-up, so I'll give it a... It was different, sure, why not. Our truth 52 time 24 7 champion
0: he's gonna get his like own spread in the wwe encyclopedia whenever that comes out next
1: oh absolutely
0: bailey makes her ring entrance she fainted disappointment about nikki cross and said oh i even got new gear for you nikki and you had a you cut out on me but uh she ends up announcing a quote-unquote open challenge to whoever wants to come and face her and oscar comes and challenges for the smackdown title so we get an impromptu bailey versus oscar match only goes about four minutes oscar wins v disqualification after bailey hits her with a steel chair so bailey retains but the focus on this and i assume this is what was going to happen regardless if nikki was in this match sasha banks returns and attacks bailey
1: yeah, um, when this first happened, you know, I, I thought Oscar was going to win. I'm like, oh my God, please let her win so we can unify these titles so there's one less title we have to worry about in this company. But no, that didn't happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sasha comes back. Shout out, baby girl, rocking the little Aaliyah look with the silver and black and stuff like that. Smacks Bailey hard in the back with a chair. And then she gets kicked down and, you know, she's wearing about her neck. She's wearing the brace. Kendo stick shots galore. All in all, Bailey merely escapes. And so we're just. Uh, where we're gradually building to Sasha versus Bailey. It's been like two years in the making. We're finally going to get the match.
0: Yeah. I think Sasha getting kind of comeuppance on Bailey already. Maybe it's a little too fast. I know that this feud kind of seems rushed already. So I don't know if they're just going to go straight into it at survivor series. There's no way they're going to stretch this out to Royal rumble or definitely not WrestleMania. So I think we're going to get sort of a quick turnaround on this match. I, I mean, I, kind of don't want them to face it hell in a cell but i i think the match itself would be good but i just felt that'd be a little just too quick and anything like that do you think that's where we're heading are we going to get these two in hell in a cell for the title
1: uh i mean sasha has experience in it before she's lost both times i don't know i don't know I, i i would hope not there was a match i would like to see in hell in a cell that happened on this card but it's not this
0: next up the penultimate match on the card Drew McIntyre takes on Randy Orton in an ambulance match for the WWE title all in all the match goes 22 minutes and Drew McIntyre retains the WWE championship the story sprinkled throughout this match is that Randy Orton got to see the ghost of Christmas past as Big Show Christian Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair all come out and they well Ric Flair doesn't attack Randy Orton but all the other guys attack him and it doesn't really lead to the finish per se, but once you saw Big Show, you kind of had a feeling that we were going to see the other guys kind of come out and do their own thing. It was a little contrived because Big Show, you know, he attacks him and then just leaves. Like, why didn't he, like, make sure and see it out that he lost the match? But that's fine. Uh, you know, a lot of just outside the ring fighting, I believe not, like, maybe a few minutes of the match actually took place in the ring. They go to the ambulance, go backstage, and see Christian fight back out climb up on top of the ambulance. That's when we see Shawn Michaels super kick, push him off and we get to the finish, a very decisive finish where Drew McIntyre gives Randy Orton a piece of his own medicine with a punt Well, it gives him a Claymore. Then he gives him a punt when he was going to close the door. And then he closes the door once again. Then we see Ric Flair and he drives off very unsafe though, because Drew McIntyre earlier in the match went through the windshield. So Ric Flair shouldn't be driving with a crack windshield to get a, get a ticket for that.
1: And there was no door. Drew McIntyre claymore the door off.
0: Eh, You know, as a Jeep owner, I can respect that. You don't need a door to drive.
1: Oh, how's Jules doing? Is she doing good?
0: She's doing just fine. She's a little dusty. Okay. I need to clean her because I still got like, you know, wildfire ash all over her, but it's okay. She likes it.
1: All right. right, (laughs) Okay. Oh, yeah, man. You know, I saw a big show. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot he did that. And then, you know, Christian happens. I'm like, Uh, oh.
0: Beardless big show.
1: Oh, yeah. King Kong Bundy Ajay's. Jace. And then I'm like, okay, Christian's here. Cool. So, so we're doing this. And Sean happened. To, I'm a Sean Mark. I popped forward, of course. And I'm like, where's Rick at? And it sort of run through my mind. Like, what if Rick actually swerves all of us and helps Randy win the title? I would have been cool with that. I, I picked Randy to win. That didn't happen. I thought Drew was going to claymore him into the uh, ambulance. That didn't happen. All in all, Drew was the champion still. Look. Run it back for a third time. I mean, Seth and Ray, and Ray's family has been going at it since, like, June. This is okay. I'd like to see it in the cell. Finally put the title on Randy. And then we can build to Randy versus Edge. We can do stuff like that.
0: Overall, I thought the match might have been a little too gimmicky with all the run-ins. It was kind of forced. and it, I mean, once you saw one, you kind of knew the others were going to be coming. But overall, I thought the match itself was fine, maybe a little bit on the long side, but with the match like this, you're not going to get a five-star classic because it's just to be a lot of walking brawls. So I thought the match was fine. I'm going to give it like a B. I mean, it, it wasn't like fantastic by any means, but I wasn't angry at it. It wasn't terrible.
1: Yeah. I just give it a solid B. It was fine. Nothing, uh, nothing too extravagant to write home about.
0: So you say that we're going to get a, another match. I think this might be the finish. I think we'll get something else. Maybe not a super long-term ta- uh, challenger, For Drew McIntyre, maybe we get something very similar in the universal title chain or title pitcher where it's just kind of a one-off. Speaking of that universal title match in the main event, we get Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman taking on Jay Uso. Roman Reigns, the big dog, lost his collar, wrestling without a vest anymore.
1: Yeah, you know, he said there were going to be changes coming. Uh, to his look, you know the, the the new music hasn't come yet, but I'm 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 okay with the uh the whole shield thing. Came out shirtless, like not even the tank top. He just came came out bare chested and did the damn thing. Kept saying like beat down Jane. Was like, say that I'm, I'm the head of the table. Call me the chief. Call me the tribal chief. We see the return of Jimmy Uso, who suffered a uh, knee injury uh, earlier on this year. He's still recovering from that. I know we tried to throw him the towel for his brother. All in all, Roman Reigns is still the universal champion. Had the, uh, had the flowers put around his neck, you know. Paul was like, you're my tribal chief. And Roman's like, I don't want you to say it. I want him to say it. I like this Roman. I dig it. And you know how, the, you know how I know this is working? My mother is a typical fan, loves baby faces, hates heels. Randy and Edge turn heels. She doesn't like him anymore. Kofi turned heel, didn't like him. Roman Reigns is the one guy where heel or face, she will love him to death. So they they they're doing they're doing something pretty good here. I'm 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 a fan of this. I'm rocking with this.
0: Overall the match goes 22 minutes. I love this. I thought this was the best match of the show. Now athletically, it was not the IC title match. I mean, you know, it didn't it had a great story and that's the reason why I love this so much. As you said, Roman getting uh the flowers put around his neck, those are the flowers that Jay Uso came out with, so it was kind of like a nice him taking that from him and kind of claiming that he is the tribal chief and as you said that's what he was kind of talking and i think this match would have been so much better with the crowd because i think the crowd would have really got behind jayuso in this match because of the good mic work that he did on this week's smackdown but it also worked a lot because there was no crowd you can hear Roman talk all that trash and just keep you know badgering him and talking to him and talking to him and it it works so great and then at the end uh jimmy comes out and you know, wants to throw in the towel and Jay says, no, that was a little, you know, maybe they milked it a little bit too much, but I thought Jay had some great hope spots. He had, you know, one believable, I wouldn't say believable near fall, but he had like two really good near falls and then the accidental low blow during the kickout. So uh, Roman Reigns, you know, for the most part, he hasn't really been a true fledged heel, but then he hits the accidental on purpose low blow and then that's like when he really is like, this is his heel turn, like you could you can make excuses for when he beat up on Jay last week or two weeks ago, but now this was like, okay, he's definitely a heel, and this is what we're going for.
1: yeah, man. I mean it was oh, jesus, it was all it was all very good. I love it. I, I love this. I, I want to see who's next for Roman man. i just I just want him to knock down fools, and you know what who's going to be. The closest, I don't think they're going to beat him, but who's going to be like a believable, credible, oh my God, he might actually lose it once he gets in the ring with Big E. Yep.
0: Now, Jimmy is on the shelf, so I don't know if you want to go to that match anytime soon, but there are rumblings and rumors and speculation that the real head of that table is The Rock. Now, is this the ultimate end goal of this Roman Reigns heel turn?
1: I don't know. You know, Dwayne's busy inducting... Ken Shamrock into the Impact Hall of Fame. I don't I don't know. We should we should
0: endorsing see. presidents.
1: And endorsing hey man, he picked a great endorsement. We're not gonna get political on this podcast, but maybe we will when it's like the go home show to election day. I think that's that's our rightful time. Uh, but yeah, that's a possibility. A match between uh Dwayne and Roman. I'm not opposed to it. I'd love to see. We need actual fans back in attendance. We need a couple thousand fans in attendance, we can really feel that though. So until we can get to that time frame just let Roman knock down any and, every, any and everybody. We're going to see some new matchups with Roman once we get the draft coming up uh, next month in October. So all in all, you know, the Tribal Chief, he, this is his WWE. I love it. Roman, you and I are going to be champions at the same time once I beat Brandon for the Bulletcast title.
0: Well, I mean, when's the next? Are we doing, we're doing takeovers. That's in next week. I, I can't wait to only hold my title for a week. That's going to be so much fun.
1: Hey, man, you said you're the Sasha Banks of this thing. You know, you, you got to live it up. I love it up.
0: Exactly. So I will give this match a plus loved it very much overall. Philip, did you give a grade for this match?
1: Uh, no, I I I think I'll agree with you. A plus. I, lo- I love the storyline. I love the trash talk. You know, Roman was using real language, not WWE jargon, you know, so I'm a fan.
0: So the, the show overall, what grade are you giving it? I thought it was bookend by two phenomenal matches in between you know, nothing too spectacular, but nothing was terrible either.
1: Spectacular. Drew Gulak won the 24-7 championship. Got to give this thing a B.
0: Solid B. I'm going to give it a B plus. I think it's definitely pulled up because of the first and the last match. Uh, I mean, there were some Raw or pre-show matches thrown in here. I, I really would like to see what the tag, the Raw tag match would have been if Garza didn't get hurt. I know we've seen the match a thousand times, but I think just action-wise, it could have been a lot of fun. Now... That'll do it for us. Philip. anything you want to talk about while we're together?
1: Um, not much. Can I, can I close the show? I mean, if you want. I mean, it's, fine. It's, it's okay. Thank you guys so much. Thursday, we're back with our regular scheduled programming. Under the Radar will return maybe sometime soon now that he's the champion. Into the Stratosphere was released uh, yesterday, and I think uh, Saturday or Friday, one of those two days, might be the regular days for Cindy's release. Check me out on In the Click, ladies and gentlemen. Huey and I. We talked mirrors in Ring Debut. We talked Cody Returnament Black Hair. All the great works, you know. Uh stay clean, stay strong, stay safe, stay quarantined. Diamonds are forever. And so was the microphone, Messiah. As soon as I lead the house, you wanna page me. See, you got me trapped, I'm going crazy. This is slavery. You act like it's a race just give me space, so we'll get better. And
0: maybe we will argue and be do with all these sorry as Soon as I come over, start I get the third degree. This has been the Bulletcast. Thank you for listening.